millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Tai. Dumb's Hit Music Station, F104, Louise Ty here with you until one o'clock. And I'm now joined in studio by Laura Elizabeth Hughes. Hello. How are you doing? I'm good. Thank you so much for popping in. Thanks for having me this evening. No problem at all. So tell me, you've just announced a gig. I have, yeah. I'm playing in the Sound House on the 9th of April, 2020, which seems really far away. It's not. It's not. <laughs> no, it's really not. Like we're almost at 2020 as it is, aren't we? I can't I'm, believe it. I'm like, no, 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 no. We, we've we've loads of days left. We've loads of days left for this year. <laughs> just the fear will start to set in. Yeah, let's just pace ourselves, you know. <laughs> so, what can people expect from the gig, or have you kind of thought that far? Um, it's going to be regardless of how big the music gets, mm-hmm. whether I have people playing with me or not. It's still going to be an intimate, nice uh, connection of an evening. Mm-hmm. Um, I've yet to sort my support and stuff like that but um, I'm hoping to just keep it as human and nice musically connective as possible and when you play live do you tend to change your music a lot from what it would be when it's recorded um, yeah because so, most of the time I, I would play unaccompanied so it's just myself and the guitar and oh, okay. most of the stuff I have released is the be produced. a band and, yeah, yeah. Um, so gigs are a complete completely different monster to to what you hear online um in a a more human way i think okay because i was talking about this with a friend the other day that you know all these streams and you know it was the spotify wrapped thing that people were putting out and oh i've had three million Mm -hmm. listeners and this and this and this and you've no idea who they are that's the thing you don't see faces no eyes or exactly so and I suppose the whole reason I create music is to have that connection with people so gigging as myself with me and my guitar is like the pinnacle of it must be a nice atmosphere to have that and to be able to face these people who obviously are paying money to come and see you true it's it's a little bit intimidating as well yeah you see that that's (laughs) what would put me off to be fair (laughs) no no one here watches me as such yeah I've had um since I started performing um a lot of people have commented on how I close my eyes when I'm performing so it's more just the collective room yeah being affected by the music rather than like a direct yeah. eye contacty moment or anything like that but it's uh, yeah the live gigging stuff is is where it's at for yeah. me I suppose and has anyone ever come up to you and go I don't like how you did it like that I prefer the you you know uh, no <laughs> that's good because I've heard of people who have had people come up to them after gigs and yeah I didn't like it like that oh really yeah yeah so you're lucky you've obviously really nice 
fans. Uh, yeah, I, I actually I do. <laughs> All the people that come to my gigs are generally really, really, really lovely people and really reverent in their attention and everything like that. It's just it's it's wonderful. And you also just recently you're busy. You've also just recently released a new single. I have for you home. Yeah. Um, so that, tell me a little bit about this. Um, I have been working with a guy called Mark Kaplis for the past two and a half years now um, who ended up turning into one of my best friends but um, he is a person that takes the weight of the world on his shoulders and gives and gives and gives and gives and gives so I actually wrote this song for him oh nice and kind of does By, he know this? Well, he yes, he. Do. Well, he, I didn't tell him for a while. Okay. <laughs> um, he now hates the song, having worked oh. on it four million hours. <laughs> He'll turn around next year at one point and go, "Yeah, this is a cracker of a song." But at the moment, it's just like I never want to hear it again. <laughs> do not play this for me. <laughs> but it's, uh, I suppose, by extension, it's, it's for the people that carry you. It's, it's, just an, a love song to the great people in your life, I guess. It's really nice. Thanks. <laughs> and when you, when you write music, is that important to you that you have that story to tell or that you have a connection with it some way? Yeah, it'll always start from something like that. I mean, it might start from hearing somebody say something or getting a lyric written down and it kind of like a little brainstorm mm-hmm. and it bubbles out and grows like that. But it, it generally speaking, it's it's always come from something mm-hmm. or for something. It's never just... It, you know for the sake of writing I guess yeah because that must make it easier to perform as well than when you're doing it live um, and the fact that you're doing it as just yourself too yeah yeah I, actually that was a, it's a funny one where you're trying to convey you know your idea of how the song is meant to be to other people like other people who are to be playing with you yeah. Um, although I suppose it depends on the musicians so you just get the vibe right mm-hmm. but um, yeah it's a bit cathartic to get up and just do your own do my thing on stage yeah. like I'm writing all of my experiences and people in my life's experiences and getting up and doing that on stage is yeah and then also I suppose people aren't necessarily not to take anything away from your music but they're probably not necessarily listening to it from your point of view they're no. probably listening to it from whatever they've been through yeah. or whatever they're doing that is one of the most amazing things in existence yeah. <laughs> I've had weird moments during during and after gigs where you know you'll accidentally catch eyes with somebody just as something that you've experienced resonates with them mm. and you just sit there and you notice it probably straight yeah. away and you get that like goosebumps all over and you're like this is what music is yeah this is this universal you know language of experience between people is it and it's astounding and is that what drew you to it to kind of get in and I suppose be involved in the music? Um, no, I was a very angsty teen, oh, and I wrote. Okay. I wrote it for myself. I wrote and wrote, and I didn't perform anywhere. I didn't perform anywhere, so I, as myself outside of like musical theatre and stuff like that in school, until I was twenty, twenty one, twenty two. Wow. Okay. So it was all a very, um, it's all a very personal and. Uh, behind so closed doors thing it started off more as like diary writing rather than yeah. which has continued <laughs> that's not a bad thing yeah people are always telling me to start a diary so you're probably <laughs> way ahead of me because they're like it's really good just you know get ideas out and yeah, stuff yeah it, it helps to be able to make something tangible out of what's going on in your brain 
And did you ever use any of those songs that you wrote in the, or or I suppose the diary entries that you wrote? Yeah, in well, the beginning? Lo- yeah, most of what I write will start out as uh, what I call ramble writes. Mm-hmm. I just uh, start rambling on a piece of paper, and if you just stream of consciousness, let your brain out on the page, and then you might just hit on something that will spur a thought, that will mm-hmm. spur a, a, a direction Emotion in writing. Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's pretty cool. Yeah, I wish I could. I knew how to. Well, I always wish I knew music. I bought a guitar for myself about five years ago, and it's still sitting in its case. Take that out of that case right now. I know, but like my nails are an issue. They were never short enough, and no matter how much I file them down, we've got one hand. This is the bane of, <laughs> of my life in trying to have nice hands and anything like that. Is one hand it's right short. hand is long left hand is short <laughs> nail polish forget about it shellac forget about it this, you, this just you got to get used to having See, this is it. awful hands it's how it, you, you have to uh, what is it you have to oh what's the word you have to kind of um, oh do you know when you have to give up something for something you love uh, it's uh, just it's the cross we bear I can't think as of the word female musicians you know what I mean yes <laughs> I do <laughs> and you got to play a pretty cool gig there in the States during the year. I did. It was um, last March. March, well, March just gone. Um, in Pete's Candy Store. And Hi. it was, um, I was going over to visit a friend who now lives in New York and figured I might as well make use of 100%. my trip abroad. Yeah, um, So it was the first time I'd ever played across the pond. What was and, it like? Um, intimidating as nothing mm-hmm. on earth, to be honest. I was... Um, purposely scheduled it for the day after I arrived so I wasn't waiting my entire holiday oh, good point. to play it at the end stressing a little, a little bit. bit I'm yeah. a bit of a nervous gigger anyway yeah. so um, you wanted to be able to just let it out and then enjoy let it do a thing and then go enjoy the fact that I had done it um, it was great though it mm. was really really lovely to get a bit of a Ireland is very small yeah so to be able to branch out and play songs that you know people here might be tired of hearing or you know the, the the 30 people that come to your gigs that have been to every single gig have heard over and over and over again to be able to play them to completely new people three and a half thousand miles away is yeah it was pretty it must cool. have been pretty special but also a little scary it was because these are people you don't know you've <laughs> no. never met although I prefer that I prefer yeah I prefer playing to people that don't know me um, okay. because you can kind of as much as you can be yourself at any point on stage, yeah. you, you're like you're you're still very partly aware that your mom is sitting in the corner or your family yeah, or the other. Yeah, yeah, it's usually my dad being <laughs> direct center. At points in time, I've had to be like, "Dad, please don't sit anywhere in eye like in eye line of me because it'll just catch me and throw me off completely." But um, it's no, I prefer playing to to crowds of people that I, I don't know, which is uh, so was, you will be doing it again. I'm assuming, of course, then. absolutely. You'd love to do more stateside. Yeah, um, yeah, eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, we've got. I was in the UK after that. I was in London Fab. in April last this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's my plan is to get back there. I'm out, over there in February for oh, a, a little run of um, a little run of dates. Fantastic. So, yeah. And do you find the audiences different between here and I suppose the UK? Um, I think it depends on the kind of gigs you're going to. I mean, I've been I have been to bigger gigs here uh, like as a punter mm-hmm. um, that have just made me absolutely infuriated with how little attention people play mm. pay, pay to what's going on on stage yeah. it is like I, a serious oh, bugbear I too yeah 
Like just it's like if you want to have a chat, the just bar is over there. Yeah, just I don't like, understand it at all. No, but I think it depends on the kind of shows that you're playing. Mm-hmm. Um, like I love playing so far shows. Have you been to a so far show no, before? No, I haven't. <gasps> They're amazing. They're just this. Regardless, you're like you're not, you don't get paid. You like it's yeah. it's it's, it's you do it for the you do it for to play in front of an audience that are there to listen to music mm. that um you know they want to be there the majority of them you know they look you up afterwards and it's like the, it's a different sort of connection with the people yeah, yeah like I did a show in in London last April and a so far show and actually it was very funny I was told there was going to be about 40 people there and mm-hmm. I was like grand they were like oh yeah it's sold out I was like perfect yeah. got into the venue which was this amazing it was a brewery oh so it was just this big wide open silver warm beautiful place and they were like oh yeah yeah it's sold out tonight and I was like yeah no it's going to be great and she goes yeah we're expecting about 140 people and I was like oh. what? Going <laughs> <laughs> from 40 to 140 <laughs> but it was nice. incredible because it's the kind of environment where everybody's there to listen so it's just silent yeah which I know might sound insane and intimidating and scary but like I revel and, and, and did they like talk between when you finished singing would they kind yeah, of mumble yeah okay because yeah. so, I've been to a gig before where there was nothing oh well not no 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 not between time. my songs oh no no no, no oh, it really? was just like Ooh. yeah because I've been to so they're the usually quite like that wow yeah so I'm, I'm gonna do I'm doing a couple of shows um, of those over in the UK very nice in February fantastic yeah. okay right Just, up my alley Brilliant, yeah, that's really cool. So I suppose people here obviously can get tickets for that. There's still tickets left yep. if they fancy taking a mm-hmm. trip over. Brilliant, okay, fantastic. And then there will be new music coming. Yes, yes, uh, constantly working on, on new things. Um, hoping to have an acoustic version of the new single out in the new nice. year as well. Brilliant. So Okay, so people keep an eye on yes. you. Yes. So where can they get all the information? Um, either from my website which is laurelizabethhughes.com or any social medias I'm mainly on Instagram because Facebook sucks the life out of me So yeah, I think um, most people have kind of moved over yeah, to just Instagram just, now just pictures. keep it straight there um, yeah. and it's just laurelizabethhughes on Instagram as well amazing thank you for popping in thank you for having me FM 104 Sunday Night Live with Louise Ty. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.